Good morning. I'm Tracy Dokes, President and CEO of MCNC, and thank you for joining us on this episode of MCNC Community Connect, which is a podcast where leaders and innovators regularly meet to discuss some of today's hottest technology topics and trends. Each episode is aimed to inspire fresh ideas and to have important conversations around technology's increasing role in economic development, broadband infrastructure, cybersecurity, digital equity and inclusion, and more. Today, I am joined by Jeremy Collins, founder and president of Providence Omnistructure. Thank you so much for being here today, Jeremy. We go back um, uh, a ways <laughs> when we were both in state government and that's state right, connected right. uh, as we both left and went on to new endeavors. Uh, MCNC has been involved in digital equity and inclusion efforts for many years, and we take the role of helping our community and state very seriously. While we can't address all aspects of DEI on our own, MCNC, along with other research and education networks like us all over the country, are well positioned to leverage our middle mile network and community relationships for this work, which can create ripple effects in broadband access and connectivity for health and wellness, learning, civic engagement, innovation, cultural richness, and thriving economies. Digital equity in North Carolina would have long lasting economic social benefits. So MCNC is therefore ready to lead, but more importantly, ready to listen. So uh, Jeremy, let's go ahead and get started. You're organization labels itself as social enterprise delivering connectivity for abundance, which I love that phrase, by the way. Can you explain a little bit more about what this means to you and about the model that you're building? Yeah. So first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, Thank you for, for, um, you know, the work that we did together in state government and, and for, uh, you know, believing in us uh, enough to to partner with us and, and help us to build this vision. So uh, we do call ourselves a social enterprise because uh, in, in many ways, we're not just an, a, another nonprofit organization. And I don't mean that to be an, a negative thing. I want to make sure that people understand that that this is about a charity, uh, but it's also about building economic opportunity. And so the, the enterprise part of that uh, really cements um, this idea, this notion, uh, our vision to build um, um, immutable, uh, un- unshakable economic opportunity for the communities that need it most. Uh, when we say delivering connectivity for abundance, you know, Providence uh, um, aspires, attempts, plans, purposes um, to bring together social impact dollars, which we'll get into that, uh, which is which is really where MCNC is, like uh, right there, dead center, um, uh, curate content, um, build infrastructure, um, and then um, delivering broadband. And so when we say delivering connectivity, connectivity is all those things that you need uh, in the 22nd century uh, to be, to be, to be living in your full purpose and to, to achieve uh, abundance, not only for yourself, but for your home, for your for your street, for your neighborhood, 
uh, and for your for your full community. And so that that includes uh, a strong middle and last mile. That includes uh, a high performance device. That includes uh, the training and skills on how to maximize that device uh, for uh, for yourself and for your home and for your family. Um, and then it, it includes also removing any encumbrance that would keep you from being able to maximize that opportunity. Providence says that that is the definition of connectivity. Early on, uh, as you were building Providence, we talked about this model, right? And, and what it entailed. Um, can you talk about that a little bit? Um, and it was, and, and I'm trying to remember, you know, the many times that we wrote it down on the board. And, right. uh, they, and, and I think there were like three or four components of that model. Can you remind me again of exactly what they were? Right. So, so uh, I just mentioned them a moment ago. So, mm-hmm. so maximizing existing social impact. That is where, where dollars have already been spent uh, to, to, to enrich the lives of North Carolinians or people around the globe, actually. We want to like, we want to highlight that and, and connect to it to maximize that. Um, you can think of MCNC's um, NC Ren and, and what you all are doing to, to, to extend and expand a community anchor institution. So we want to tap in and say, hey, um, one, we want to be a, a, a community anchor institution, but also um, like we want to increase the number of those. So it's not just hospitals, schools, uh, um, and, and libraries, but it's also churches and community centers and, and places where the community gathers. Those two are anchor institutions. Um, and then it's about developing, creating, curating um, uh, necessary content for people. So that means everything from digital skills, uh, uh, training courses, certifications in cybersecurity and IT, uh, um, um, how to cook, uh, wellness classes, uh, if you will. We need to be delivering that to people uh, in, a, in a form that is relevant and also beneficial for people's lives. Um, the, the next piece of that is building infrastructure. So I'm out here in Williamston, North Carolina right now, um, where uh, uh, there, there, there are uh, current projects underway to get people better connectivity, but uh, what, what what some would call what what some would describe not to call so what some would describe as a as a uh, fiber desert or a, a place that just lacks connectivity. We're in the heart of that uh, in the region right here. We're we're, we're in a, we're in about a, a twenty four county area where uh, connectivity is not just what it is in other parts of the state. So we, we know we're going to have to build additional infrastructure. And the last part of that is delivering the actual broadband. Um, and so we, 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 we uh, purpose to use the word delivery for a specific reason, right? Everything that we do is intentional. The traditional measurement of broadband or broadband access or, or broadband of, uh, um, uh, usage is around accessibility, affordability, and adoption. Well, none of those things actually get to like, did the provider do their part in delivering? Um, and so, so you can have broadband in an area. Um, it, it could be at an affordable price for some. Um, and some people may adopt it. And we, we measure that saturation. But, 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 but um, that's not accountability for the actual provider. And so, and so we're, we're excited that Providence is a provider that's focused on 
uh, delivery, and that means that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna charge a a, a modest rate for it, a a what I like to call um, a, a social equity rate for it. Um, and if if you can't afford it, uh, then we're gonna do whatever we can to get it to you for free. Love that. And so, you know, I'm pulling out some salient points here. You know, obviously leveraging current assets is going to be really important. Uh, Having this tech hub for the communities uh, so that they can utilize the technology and having this infrastructure that you're talking about. I know at Williamston, this has been a long time coming, right? So my question is, how is this model scalable? Right. So um, I'm sitting here on the campus of uh, 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 what was uh, Williamson High School that became uh, Williamson Junior High School. You can't see it, but in the center of the court, there's the WJHS Williamson Junior High School. And then what you see on the back wall there is Williamson Middle School. Um, so um, actually, you know, this campus was started in June of 1922. Um, and so it's just over a hundred years old now. Um, this is an eight and a half acre campus, four buildings that we are renovating um, and, and retrofitting, if you will, for uh, connectivity, for wellness, for creativity and content. Um, uh, and, and, but also, uh, it doesn't have to be this size in every place. What we purpose to do is in every community that we work in, relatively speaking, uh, that we want to uh, invest in an abandoned or underutilized space that can be a community hub for connectivity and wellness. So, so this will be a place. Um, it, it has already become a place. I keep saying this will be, but we're already gathering people. Here. We've had we've had several meetings on the campus already, um, uh, exposing people to tech to, to technology and to advancements in social and and digital science. Uh, um, we, we, we've, we've had, uh, hemp farmers here. We talk about automated grow houses. Uh, we've talked about, um, everything from, um, flight simulators, uh, to, to, uh, we actually have a partnership and we'll get into this later with, with Google, uh, to train, uh, 3000, uh, uh, justice impacted or formerly incarcerated people. Uh, we've held those meetings here on campus. Um, and we've got a brand new uh, um, uh, partnership that we'll be leveraging as well. But this is scalable in the sense that it doesn't have to be uh, four buildings, eight and a half acres. It could be one room in a place if the community is of that of that size, or it could be a strip mall uh, if you have enough uh, uh, people in the area. But what it takes is just a willingness to to like dig in and and, and listen to the community. I think what you said is exactly right. In Will in Williamson, this has been a long time coming. Um, and, and, and when we set out to do this, you know, the thought was that we were going to be delivering service for a number of months and then a property would come available and then we would purchase that property and, be, and begin to invest in it. And it just so happened that the property part came first. And so uh, we saw an awesome opportunity and jumped on it. And uh, um, I, I would say that, that, that it's been a real blessing. We actually have a, a community engagement event Saturday in, in, in four, four days, four or five days. Uh, and so we're going to have people on the campus from nine to two, learning about what it is that we're doing, signing up for some of our digital skills uh, courses and helping us clean out some of these buildings. And so uh, it's going to be a really good day. I hope, sounds, I, I hope I'm answering your question uh, accurately. You really are. I mean, it, re- it really is, you know, that whole discussion about, OK, this is one model and it may not fit 
everywhere and you'll have to right. assess um, at each site what makes sense, right? Well, I think and, go ahead. Well, the other part of this is, is that th this site in Williamston, which we, you know, this is a Williamston campus, but it's really to serve 20 counties. I mean, the, 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 you know, we purpose, you know, there, there may not be a facility in every county, um, but Williamston um, is the intersection of Highway 64 and Highway 17. Um, you're an hour away from uh, the Outer Banks. You're an hour away from uh, Virginia. You're an hour away from, uh, 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 actually, you know, you're actually 45 minutes away, 35 minutes away from Rocky Mount. You're 30 minutes away from Greenville, North Carolina. Uh, uh, you, you can get on 17 and get all the way down to Wilmington and, and, and South Carolina border. Uh, so, so this is really like, uh, I say all roads to, to, to digital freedom come through Williamston. And we want to brand this area as really an innovation corridor. Um, and we've already started doing that and hope, and, and we'll talk about that in a minute as well, too. Wow. Wow. And that's one thing we have not talked about is how it's serving, uh, 20 counties, which makes this more of a central point for all of these other, um, counties to take advantage of. And yeah, that's a really good model because that means you don't have to have something in every county. You just have to be very strategic around where you place um, the tech hubs so that it can serve as many people as possible. I do think it's interesting that you mentioned ag. So I was at a meeting with uh, Secretary Vilsack from USDA, and they were talking about the amount of funding that they are providing farmers, uh, specifically around broadband and providing the right level of broadband so that they can use uh, technologies the sensors and things like that on their farm. I did meet a woman, uh, her name is Courtney Alston Wilson from the Glow House Society, Black woman, she's been farming for, uh, I think she's had her, that farm in her family for decades. Mm. And you know, she's doing something similar where she's got, she's getting funding from USDA and improving on the, uh, uh, infrastructure and equipment that she has, but she is serving other farmers in the community. And one of the things uh, I think is interesting is, you know, how far down this road are you going where ag is concerned? Because it seems like that's definitely an economic uh, development opportunity. And it's going to be something that we're going to focus on in the next year is that how do we continue to help these farms? And by the way, you mentioned, you know, expanding the definition of CAIs, farms could be part of that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you know, to answer your question directly, we intend to go all the way down that road. Uh, um, I, you know, I'm from rural, rural Eastern North Carolina. Um, when people talk about their neighbors and when, you know, uh, I went to school at UNC Chapel Hill and, and people come from all walks of life and they talk about their neighbor. Oh, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, but people talk about their neighbors and uh, you know, um, we know folks that, you know, uh, are all types of urban settings. The, my neighbors, I, I had, I had three uh, neighbors growing up and only one of them was uh, a, a, a family and he was a hog farmer. Uh, my, 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 my next door neighbor 
uh, uh, just adjacent to us was was a hog farmer, and, and the hog farm was literally about 200 yards away from 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 our home. Uh, on the other side of our house was a was a, a vast cornfield. On in front of our house uh, was was cotton and soybean and peanuts um, and some tobacco. And we had a huge uh, 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 wooded area behind us that where there were sometimes goats and 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 different animals and and, and a stream or and a creek behind that. And so and so, you know, I grew up in ag in farm. My my my, my grandfather was a small farmer. Um, you know, uh, my mom today keeps goats and 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 raises uh, different types of produce to sell uh, at market. Uh, and so, so for me, um, the, the, the intersectionality of, of agribusiness and, and the digital, um, the digital, uh, equity inclusion, um, the, 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 the 22nd century, um, key for opportunity, um, being this, this digital key, if you will, um, those two things are natural. It's not going anywhere. Uh, it's only going to become more robust. Um, I did a program several years ago where someone said, what is digital equity to a farmer? And we were, they, were, they were trying to focus the conversation around a farmer's ability to access technology within a machine. And that's true. That is, that is digital equity for a farmer. But digital equity for a farmer is, you know, the ability to day trade if he, want, if or, if he or she wants to as, as a farmer, the ability to, 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 be in, to be included or involved in a telehealth. Uh, visit right there from the farm or the ability to uh, to know how to take those crops that they're growing, convert them into the actual product and then sell them in the digital market. That, too, is digital equity for a farmer. Um, and so uh, uh, we, we, we want to not answer as many questions as we want to ask. We want to ask more questions um, with our neighbors and think through what people need and, and then help help be a part of the solution. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that so much because this, this woman was talking, she's from Randolph County and she was talking about that very thing, utilizing the infrastructure that she has from the funding from USDA to serve other farmers in the area so that they are ready for sale. So whether right. they're selling to schools or whatever. And, and I love that. And it seems uh, that we need more of that. You and I both know that, you know, same old systems will continue to yield the same old results, even though people still continue to do that all the time. Um, right. I, we talked a little bit in the beginning about, you know, our partnership, but can you be more specific about how MCNC is fulfilling your mission and vision at Providence? Our vision has always been to leverage a neutral or nonprofit middle mile and to deliver high performance connectivity at the lowest possible cost to uh, to end users. Um, we cap our our service um, at no at fifty dollars. Nobody's going to pay more than fifty dollars for what we for what we serve. And some people will get it. Very many people will get it for free. And so MCNC um, and your and your willingness to partner with us. Um, in, in saying you, you can tie into the line here um, and, and then build to the nearest asset, um, a vertical asset, is, is, is exactly the type of 
of partnership that we need to make that possible. Um, and then you've gone as far as to, um, you know, hel helping us on that first build uh, uh, come to market. Um, and that is really, that is, that is, that is beyond um, necessary in a, in a, in a, uh, and I want to speak very plainly right here. I am a non-traditional businessman engaged in non-traditional business. And, and, I, and I know that. Um, I know that um, the, the traditional uh, model for doing this work does not look like me and is not trying to do it in this way. Right. And so in a, in a, in a, in a capital rich world where, where you've got to front everything um, uh, financially uh, to have a partner like MC, MC, MCNC with a track record of, of service to community. Um, what we have done and, 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 and Tracy, I hope you'll remember me telling you this. I said, all I want to do is take the MCNC story directly to the home. I want to take the MCNC vision and mission directly to the end user. Um, we are different than every other last mile provider in a number of ways. But I think that where we are the same is that you are a provider to these community anchor institutions. And I think what COVID showed us is that um, um, community anchor institutions are the, uh, are the, the CAIs are necessary and we need more of them. Uh, and so, and so, uh, you know, Providence has leaned in to say, yeah, we, 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 not only do we want to be a CAI, but we want to highlight the, the necessity and the existence of all these other CAIs and, and, and that partnership with MCNC has been invaluable, could not have done it without you um, and, and need more partners like you uh, to come on board. I'm hoping other folks will, will hear this. You know, we don't, we don't want to corner the market. We, I want, I want more Providence's uh, to pop up uh, and more MCNCs. Um, there, you know, there are other corporations that could do the same. Uh, and so, uh, so yeah, I, I could talk about uh, our partnership, what it has meant uh, for, for me, um, you know, and for Providence for, forever. I'm also interested to know what our partnership has meant. So, so um, I'll say this as an aside, a county commissioner called me last week and she said, Jeremy, I'm so proud of you. You know, I haven't talked to you lately, but I was at a meeting the other day and um, a, a woman with my same name brought you up and she said that, and, and it's, I, I immediately said, oh, Tracy Dokes. Uh, and she, uh, but, but this, this, this black woman county commissioner um, who has known me since I was uh, a, young, a young lad, um, you know, she said, well, I was proud of you before. I've always been proud of you. But to be in this setting where we're talking about business and another person says that they are proud of what you're doing. Um, you know, that meant a lot to me. And I wanted to call you and tell you that, Hey, you know, we gotta let, let you know, I'm so proud. She's going to be here on Saturday. Um, and, and so, but I want to say thank you because you, you didn't have to do that. And, um, you know, I, sometimes I wonder like, Hey, you know, like, I, we, um, we've always wanted to be a good steward of partnerships. We want to be of mutual benefit. We don't want to be just limping across the finish line and people are carrying us, you know. Um, and so um, I asked that question 
uh, kind of, you know, um, you know, um, it just exploratory because, because, um, because you were bragging on us. And I, I really appreciate that. So I am your free marketing engine so, <laughs> because I am proud of you also. The Thank work you. that you're doing, particularly in the world of digital equity and inclusion is incredibly important. And yes, you are a non-traditional businessman doing non-traditional work. And I think more uh, organizations and people should support that, whether it be through funding or services or whatever the case may be. And so I feel really strongly about that. And since I've been at MCNC, you know, we have talked a lot about DEI and we've made you know small inroads, but I think this is uh, a more direct way for MCNC to um, uh, improve the lives of the folks in these areas um, more um, explicitly, particularly when you're talking about building tech hubs and things like that, where that's not been in our lens uh, for the last few years. So to me, this is more of a direct way of supporting um, a digital equity and inclusion effort that is so holistic. And that is the thing that I talk about all the time too. It's not one thing, it's not even two things. It is a holistic way to ensure that the economy in those areas are thriving regardless of what it is that they're doing, whether it's ag, whether it's small businesses, whether it's you know anything that they wanna do because essentially this is really about opportunity, opportunities that they wouldn't have otherwise. And exactly. I am heartened by that. That is something that um, we espouse, is something that we talk about. And to me, this is a direct way of contributing um, to those efforts. And I feel good about it. And you'll probably hear more people come to you and say, I talked to Tracy Dopes and she said, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. But you also you. know me. I wouldn't say it if I didn't think it was true. I'm That's the thing. That yes. Yes. Yeah. A, a, a compliment. You know, um, you know, I, I'll say this on this podcast. You know, I, I met you uh, first as a uh, deputy secretary. And then as a secretary and, um, you know, you were have all have always been about the business, like laugh and smile when 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 it's appropriate, but very much uh, to the point. And so a compliment from you, a comment in favor of is not something I take very lightly. Uh, and it actually means for me, like we got to. Not that the job is done, but we gotta we gotta stay in in, in Secretary Dokes and in, in Tracy Dokes. We gotta stay in her good graces because this is this is not a this is no small feat right here. <laughs> oh, no doubt about it, Mom. So we'll move on from the mutual admiration society to <laughs> this other question that I have about the other partners and collaborators that you've been working with. Can you talk about that, son? Yes. Uh, so uh, where do we start? One, I'd say, you know, the town of Williamston is a partner. Uh, our first partner in this was Martin County. I mean, they believed in us. Um, um, and, and, you know, I want to be I want to be really clear. We, we have not applied for a great grant or a federal grant um, at this point. 
uh, our intention here uh, was not to just see a financial opportunity and go after it. Um, you know, we we have we have built this thing uh, with our own uh, currency, be it uh, sweat equity, time, uh, affection, patience, love, um, and resource. Uh, and so, uh, Martin County believed in us early on, um, but MCNC believed in us first. And 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 so we, we you know we went to Martin County, they believed in us. Uh, we went to Williamston. Uh, and the town of Williamston and, uh, you know, uh, you know, in, in their in their interest in partnering with us to deliver high performance service here um, in, in Williamston and Martin County. Uh, you know, they've been a great partner to us. Uh, I mentioned a moment ago, we have a partnership with Google uh, and grow with Google and actually Coursera as well. Um, uh, one to um to recruit and train uh with digital skills uh 3000 justice impacted and formerly incarcerated people um across this region of the state um and then most recently through google's certificate program we are a scholarship provider we have 500 scholarships that we can give out for folks to take google's certification program um, and you can get uh, digital skills certifications in hundreds of areas um, but we are an approved scholarship provider. That's a brand new uh, partnership that we have. And then just last week, uh, we inked a, a partnership with um, GitHub and the Tides Foundation to start a wow. pilot project here in, in uh, Martin County to provide open source technology and uh, devices to 100 Martin County school students uh and and we're going to be doing we, we we're standing up an open source lab right here on the campus where uh young folks will be able to come in and 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 build to the other skill sets that you and i have spoken about before we want to make ourselves a hub um uh for everything from aviation uh uh to to microelectronics you name it like we want people to be uh, exposed to it and comfortable with it while they're right here in Williamston, in Martin County, not just Martin, Martin, Washington, Bertie, uh, uh, Warren, Pasquotank, uh, uh, this entire area. Like, uh, so, so uh, we are, we are continuing to build partnerships. I, I don't always name the smaller uh, uh, organizations because there's so many to name, you know, uh, several churches in the community are, are our partners. Our first community engagement event was with the local chapter lambda delta omega chapter of, of alpha kappa alpha sorority and so they are our partners smithwick chapel church of christ um uh, partners um uh, williams chapel ame church which is what uh, i talked a moment ago about the co corridor uh, of community of community um um uh folks and organizations uh we our the tower that we're going to be delivering service from is less than a mile from here and so uh, we're going to take kind of the beeline between that tower and this school campus. And our first four customers are going to be uh, this school, uh, a church, a, a local business uh, person, which is, runs, a, runs a, uh, uh, a car wash detail business that has a storefront here. And then we're going to be outfitting a home. Uh, with with uh, uh, home automation devices and digital tools. And there will be places where the community can come and see what high performance technology is like. They will be marketing 
uh, spaces, if you will, but also um, we're going to take this innovation corridor and talk about what economic could be, like what economic development opportunity could be on a on a macro scale. So, you know, from the business perspective, because I, you know, yeah. that, that I have to come at it uh, from that perspective somewhat. You know, we talked about this concept of connectivity campuses. How do we know we're making the right investments? How will we know, you know, almost like a return on that investment? How is that going to be measured or is it? Mm. Yeah, so so um, I have three ways of answering that question. I'm going to start with since we're almost in March, uh, I want to talk about basketball a little bit first. And uh, you know, I know that you're not a big fan of the flagship university, the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, but 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 uh, indulge me for just. 30 seconds and just wipe the sweat beads away and, and I'll be finished in just a moment. Um, you know, we don't give coaches and programs enough time to really figure out like, is it working nowadays? Like, like if it's not working within the first two or three years, like you're done. Right. Um, simultaneously, we know that, uh, uh, you know, when, 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 when folks like coaches like Dean Smith started at, at, at UNC, I mean, you know, they hung him from a tree in effigy. Like, they, they, you know, like, like it was not working for a while, right? Uh, but then fast forward and we can measure success in a way that, that um, you know, was, was, was not thought of at that time. Um, and I think that we're, that we're doing ourselves a disservice by being quick to, to, to judge like, hey, was, did this work or, or did it not? And so that's my first way. That's my, my caveat of, of kind of leading this thing off. I think there's two other ways to measure this. Um, and I think that we will be able to see the fruits of that really quickly. One is the easy part, right? Um, acquisition of customers. Um, and if, if we're getting, and if we are acquiring and retaining customers over 18 months, you know, um, that's gonna be a clear sign of success. And with that comes um, the recruitment of additional uh, partners and businesses uh, who's coming to the area because connectivity is better. Uh, we're working with North Carolina um, Agricultural and Technical State University around um, developing some agribusiness spaces here in, in Martin County. We're also working with Elizabeth City State University uh, around creating uh, a, a pipeline opportunity for people to be engaged with aviation sciences. Um, so those are some clear markers, right? Like the, the business development stuff, and you can you can plot that on a on a on a on a, on a map or uh, on a on a, a line graph or a diagram. But I think there's a there's a deeper and and uh, more transformative way of measuring success. And while no one may jump up and down and say this is a metric, that measurement is when someone walks up to me at a church or at a community event and they say, hey, you're the guy that's starting that, that broadband thing. We need that. Um, like like uh, I had, I made a presentation to the town of Williamston several months ago and a person walked up to me who I thought 
had an adversarial thing to say. And she grabbed me by the arm and kind of walked with me briskly out into the hallway. And she said, I'm proud of what you're doing. My, my grandson is, he, he's going to need like a job like that. Like, you know, he's tried some other things and, you know, anything I can do to support you, uh, to support what you all are doing. Um, you know, I want to, I want to do that. I think, it, I think that measure of success comes in conversations that you have with other Tracy's uh, about what we're doing here. Um, uh, uh, yeah, we, we got invited. I didn't mention this a moment ago, but we were invited to present uh, in DC to the Biden administration at the end of March around what rural economic development uh, looks like and, 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 and the model that we're building here um, in Eastern North Carolina. I think that is a measure of success, but I think the ultimate measure of success is as we are providing these opportunities for people, we are redefining what business is. Um, quite, you know, how, how many times have you heard of a, of a negative thing, like where someone's like, uh, yeah, you know, they double charged me, or, uh, or, or you, you, you might say uh, uh, some fee that you were charged, and someone will say, well, that's just business. That's just business, man. I mean, like that contract is unfair to you, but that's just business. Um, I tell my team every day that one, we should treat everybody like uh, if you love your mother, we should treat all of our customers like you'd want your mom to be treated. Um, and two, we focus on delivery. The third thing is that's just business at Providence means something positive. Why do we give that person free broadband? That's just business. Why do we why are we not so much concerned about making as much money as quickly as we can? That's just business. Um, we we want to be in, we want to inspire. That's just business to not mean something that's negative, but to mean a transformative opportunity for our communities. And that is so compelling because what you're doing is redefining that's just business. That's right. In a way that is going to be really significant for the communities that you'll be serving and are serving um, from Williamston. Uh, so, you're just doing so much and you have done so much and your plan, your plans are pretty extensive. So where do you go from here? What, what's next um, beyond Williamston? Well, you know, um, I've got 67 counties across North Carolina that I want to get to. Um, I'm concerned with getting Martin County right. I'm concerned with getting Washington County right, getting Bertie County right. Uh, getting Warren County, uh, uh, you know, those are the next places that we want to go. And we've already begun those conversations. But literally just to say, hey, uh, we're thinking about this, but we're working, we're working, but we're working on this. Like uh, when, when I come to you or when, when my, our team comes to you and this is, you know, you're talking to me right now, but, but you, you've seen this. Um, this is not just Jeremy Collins. Um, this is this is a team of people that 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 um, including MCNC that make this possible um, and, and your team and, and my team and, and, and Google team. And, and uh, so I just want to be really clear that, like, you know, uh, uh, I, I'm a little bit smart, but, you know, I'm not smart enough to do something like this all by myself. Um, um, but but what's next from there is building to those other counties. Uh, what's next for us is getting smarter about the way we're doing this. 
uh, I think about the way I said and did things a year ago and I cringe sometimes like, ah, that was not very intelligent. And I'm sure that a year from now, I will feel the same way, maybe even about something I said in this conversation. So I, I have a, I have a healthy amount of humility to know that, that I'm continuing to learn more, but also like, um, you know, just to be really honest, we're looking at every market intersection uh, to see if there are, well, to not to see if, but to see how and to, and to plan out, strategize, like how we can create, uh, again, those immutable, uh, um, unmolested opportunities for, for people in community. So um, one of the, uh, you know, I'll just forecast a couple of those, of, of those things is, uh, you know, we're looking at um, a farm to table restaurant here in, in Martin County. Um, and we're also, uh, uh, looking at a, a scalable, uh, uh, um, uh, um, delivery service that product delivery service that would marry ride sharing, um, with, with, with kind of like, um, uh, um, an Amazon type model of, the, of, the, of delivery, uh, scaled to some degree. Um, and so we've got, you know, we, uh, if, uh, the programs that I mentioned earlier, particularly the one with 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 GitHub, and, and I should mention also Red Hat um, as being a part of that. Um, you know, if a young person can get a working permit to to work at McDonald's or or, or Wendy's, then they can also uh, build apps, um, and they can also build websites. And you know, we want to make those opportunities available to young people uh, and and to their families. Um, our use case here in Martin County, and we hope to extend across the world, is uh, if you, you, you can go from living, you know, on public assistance or, or in the projects, as we say um, now, um, to in 18 months, you know, you could you could have a six figure salary working virtually, and that's how you change um, economic opportunities for uh, generationally. Um, not just for one person and at the behest of one employer, but even if you are working at a place, we want you to have the opportunity to start your own career or start your own company. Um, and, and, and that's what we, we want to be the deliverers and, and, uh, and the, we want to be coworkers. As, as Dr. King said, real change doesn't ride in on, on the wheels of inevitab inevitability. It takes men who are, and women, who are willing to be co-workers with God. We want to be co-workers with God and co-workers with community to make those things happen. So I'm speechless. I don't want to be speechless since I'm running this podcast, but it's just, you know, what you're talking about here in terms of what happens next is, for those communities, is going to be life-changing. And I... I I just, and, and I hate to keep saying this, but I applaud the efforts of the entire team, right? And, Thank you. And um, what you're intending to do because it's so much broader than broadband. And, yes, ma'am. Um, so what I'll say is, you know, our broadband network touches virtually every county in the state. Affordably and effectively removing some of the barriers that were previously experienced in North Carolina. And as you know, we've applied for funding to extend 
that middle mile so that hopefully more last mile providers will utilize that to extend services to residents. And potentially you could look at that in the future to see if there's any um, additional collaboration um, efforts. I can't tell you how excited we are um, working with you. I'm so glad that, you know, post uh, state government that we've both landed in a place to help um, communities. And it's a win-win for both of our organizations, but more importantly, for those communities that we serve. I will give you a moment for a final thought um, as we wrap up. Well, um, before I thank you all directly, I, 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 I um, you know, we have so much to do. And uh, I thought about like, kind of, you know, how I would, of course, I'm grateful. Of course, I'm thankful. This isn't easy. And um, I'm really excited about this work. I too, as more, more than being excited about the work, I'm really excited about, um, extending this definition of love to community, love for community, and not just some communities, but every community, whether you're a neighbor that's right across the street from the school or uh, someone who's coming from another county. Um, you know, we want to do, we, we want love, we want business to mean love. Um, and and that's, that's what we purpose to do. Uh, of course, um, you know, Tracy, it was easy to reach to MCNC because you all are doing that in the corporate space. You're, you're, you're delivering this business as love to hospitals and schools and libraries and CAIs um, across the state. And so, so we didn't have to look very far to say like, you know, who, who, who should we partner with to try to do this? So I want to thank MCNC and you uh, for the work that, that you all are doing and continuing to do and continuing to expand. Um, try not to look too much to the future because uh, there's so much to do right now. Um, and and I believe you were a person who told me about a year ago to say, well, let's get this right. Let's, let's make sure you're focused on doing this right. Cause I, I, I am a person that likes to hit the gate and run as fast and as far as humanly possible. And you helped me to understand that this is a marathon um, and not a sprint. Um, I, I mentioned a moment ago my neighbors and what they look like and what they are, uh, but I, you know, I got to mention my community, Darden's, North Carolina, and my parents and, uh, you know, um, my great-great-grandmother, my I tell the story, who was an enslaved person in, in, in Washington County who um, lived to be one of the oldest formerly enslaved persons in Washington County. Uh, but there's a fire that that I have that 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 certainly emanates from her, um, and and through uh, our um, intergenerational, interracial, uh, um, interdisciplinary, um, inter uh, um, regional uh, um, um, relationships, right? That that uh, you know, I, I don't just see this as a business. I see this as um, a gateway to, to opportunity. Um, um, we talk a lot about digital equity. We talk a lot about digital freedom. Um, I try to reframe those things as um, eliminating digital apartheid because 
because uh, we're not just in a place where there's a digital divide and and some people have it and there's some other people that have it and there's some people in a, in a valley. Um, what we really are is in a place where digital opportunity is withheld from some people. And that's the very definition of apartheid. And, and people can buy into that, whether you're, uh, you know, black, white, uh, man, woman, boy, girl, uh, um, everybody wants unencumbered opportunity. And I feel really thankful and grateful to be in a position to just work with people to make that happen, not try to be Superman, not try to be all things, just to be used to, to, to better the opportunities of the people that are around all of us, that are with us, that are our friends and neighbors and, and community partners. Um, and so, uh, you know, for sake of being long-winded, I'm really thankful, very grateful. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I, I recognize that there's a whole um, mountain of hope behind me that's, that's around me, that's, that's pushing us to do this work. My entire team, who's phenomenal, each one of them, um, whether just in thought or in action, uh, I have the great fortune of working with some some amazing people, and I have the great for- fortune of being loved on by some people who are just you know I'm gonna I'm gonna pray with you, and I'm gonna yeah yeah I'm gonna pray with you, and I'm going to you know like I, I don't know you know that uh, I, I mentioned church a few times, but I um, I still I'm a church pianist. I play piano for church here in Martin County, um, and. Uh, there's a there's a couple of um, elderly mothers in our church that say, I, I, I don't know anything about, you know, uh, automation or I don't know anything about that. But but I'm just going to pray with you. I'm going to pray for you. Like I, whatever it is, I don't I don't you know, that tablet, that thing. I don't have anything to do with that. But 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 we just I want you to be successful. And that type of how can you if you pour love like that into a person then you're going to get love poured out. And that's what I, I, I just want to be love poured out. That's all. Wow. Wow. I want to thank you for taking the time today. And I really look forward to touching base again, you know, in, in a year or so, so we can kind of talk through where things are, where you think you are and, you know, additional partnerships that, that you're going to have. Cause I know that you are going to have so much success and I love being able to, to watch and to participate and to partner in all of this. Uh, I do want to thank the audience, of course, for joining us on MCNC Community Connect. I enjoyed this conversation. We hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Be sure to check out our previous podcasts that are available online and make plans to join us again soon for our next discussion featuring technology leaders and innovators across North Carolina and the nation. You can listen to all episodes of MCNC Community Connect on www.mcnc.org, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you. Thank you.